<laughs> Speaking of the fruit man, one more late ass leaf, fruit related, believe it or not. And this came in three hours ago. So this is not go figure. There's there's some fruit in the universe today that people want your thoughts on on fruits, Lee. You're hosting a family friendly party. This is for from John in Huntington Beach. Someone asks what they can bring. You tell them fruit. And they bring a bag of whole apples. Do you never tell them fruit again? Probably never, but I'm also going to clean those apples and cut them up and enjoy the apples. <laughs> yeah, but they just made you work. I know. Like if, I if, know. If, if, That's the whole idea on the concept. If I said to you, if you said to me, bring fruit, Trav, mm-hmm. I would get cut fruit, right? One of those platinum watermelon, pineapple, kiwis, apples, oranges, grapes, you know, a little bit of everything. So a little finger food. If I just came home with a bag from Albertsons with a bundle of bananas. And the and, receipt is in there. An uncut pineapple and said, here's your fruit. I'm not, you're not making breakfast for, it's a party. You have peanuts in here. Oh yeah, I'll take those. Yeah, those were, I was supposed to take those out. Peanuts are good. And you guys already know this, but this, I really don't care for oranges. It's like probably my like least favorite. Grapefruit. Fruit. Grapefruit. I don't really care that much about. Grapefruit I put kind of in that category. Grapefruit cocktails go into that category because a, gra- a good grapefruit cocktail is a game changer. I'll take a cocktail. Just eating yeah. a grapefruit by itself. Yeah. You don't like oranges? Oranges. No, we've had this conversation. I know I, we have. I don't like other just... people to peel my oranges for me if I'm going to have an orange because I don't like it getting on my fingers. And uh, I don't like the smell of oranges. It's been a hard couple of Citrus days. Citrus might be the greatest <laughs> smell in the history of smells. I've got nothing on that. You've cut up some oranges in here <laughs> when Jorge brings them in. walked in this morning. I, 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 if you lined up every human in the history of the universe, and oranges would not be on their list of things they don't like how they smell, other than Emily. I, w- w- is it just too acidy? What is, I mean, I don't it's know. It's too mm. strong. It is a strong it's scent. It's just like you have an orange waft through a room, and right. it ca- takes it it's o- very all nice. the way over. It's pleasant. It's just overwhelming. That's why they make air fresheners smell like oranges, not, not like Emily. garbage they're the cans. They're the best. <laughs> yeah, they're fresh. They're, they're they're delicious. They're sweet. They could be a little sour. Jorge brings in a, a basket every yeah. single day. No, this morning our, our Taylor, hallway, do me a favor. Open up one for Emily. <laughs> I wanted to because our hallway smelled like a sewer this morning. I wanted to have a little air freshener in here, but I know Emily's a little sensitive. She'd to this. be okay with it. Okay. She's okay. I She's wouldn't fine. say anything about Sh- it. Shared space. No, you you like can it. do what you want. <laughs> She's okay. fine. Right. Emily, if you want, if you wanted to bring in like a tuna sandwich or something, you can do that too <laughs> to counteract. A, they could go a little odor war in in the back room, Slee. Uh, Clayton Kershaw is very close to a deal with the Dodgers. They're saying it's going to be about seventeen million bucks. He's going to come back for another year. Was um, his last year was the seventeen? Yeah, it's about I think that. It was right. It, it was about that. I want to say maybe sixteen, but he had a really solid year he mm-hmm. w- he was you know on the il a couple of times which you know not unlike lebron james that there are just when you get to a certain point of your time you're gonna miss some time but when he was there he was the starter in the all-star game he pitched beautifully really the entire season and, he, and even in the playoffs he was good not great him and um Urius. Um, no, him and Darvish were basically identical in the playoffs. They both gave up three runs, yeah. I think, in the game that they played against each other. You'd have wanted to see a little bit more from them if you could, but... They didn't put their team behind the eight ball either. No, they, no, they, they both left the game with their teams with a chance to win. Um, I was thinking about this this morning. When you think about athletes in this city over... And, and, and let's, you know, 30, 40 years, whatever time frame you want to use. The guys that are universally respected beloved and and admired for for not just their accomplishments on the court or on the on the diamond or the field or whatever but just 
almost a unanimous approval rating in this city. The, the first two are so obvious that I don't think it bears a ton of discussion, right? Mm-hmm. It's Magic Johnson and it's Kobe Bryant. Yep. That they are they've lapped the field when it comes to this game right they they are on their own level um and you could argue magic and i'd say yes and you could argue kobe and i'd say yes Mm -hmm. so just let's just slide those guys into their own category is kershaw next because he spent his entire career here he's probably the greatest pitcher in an organization that has a long history of great pitchers He's won every award there is to win. He's really good in the community. He's incredibly good with the media. Mm-hmm. There's, there's real other than he's had some bumps in the road, some pretty good bumps in the road in the playoffs. His Q rating, his approval rating is through the roof. Is he number three on that list over the last thirty or forty years? I couldn't come up with the only one Al that's I think close mm-hmm. is Fernando. Because of all of the things that we've talked about a million times today, that because he was from Mexico in a city with a heavy um, Mexican and Mexican-American population, because baseball at the time, because he was so good, because of the story, Fernando's the only other one that could come up with it was So there's a couple things I think you look for when you have that conversation. You look for somebody that they spend most of their career, if not all their career, representing L.A. That's a big part of it, right? For sure. Magic and Kobe, it was... They never rocked another jersey. Okay, the other part of it is then, how much success did they have while they represented Los Angeles? Mm -hmm. Well, you can't be any more successful than Magic and Kobe. Right. So I think legendary, legendary. And then you kind of start going down. Because you could say, look, you could could look at popularity. You can say, all right, Wayne Gretzky, right? When he was... uh, but yeah, but I, there's there's butts to that. Yeah, right. Well, you quite could a say it's not, for a it's hockey. Yep. <laughs> it, 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 I, I was trying to think of two of like all right. How about USC? Let me just take a brand that's huge and it doesn't get any bigger than the Dodgers and the Lakers in LA. Yep. SC is a big brand. The problem with SC is you're going to have a coach be more popular than any other players. They stay longer. Stay longer. Right. Yeah. They're here through ten years or whatever the case is. Um, the Fernando one. To this day, and somebody that did not grow up in Los Angeles, but I'm here every single day, just kind of whatever, doing our show. I don't. I feel like Fernando comes up all the time, and the question I think with Kershaw is: in 25 years from now, will you be talking about Kershaw good the way you bring up Fernando? And I, I don't have that answer. There's a I lot of reasons why. Yes. There's a lot of reasons why Fernando was as popular as he was. Um, However you want to put that list, I think it's a very short list. Because I could, you know, I, Hershiser, i just use as an example. Hershiser's talked about a lot, but Hershiser's also in front of you every single day because there's Dodgers baseball and he's calling the games. For sure. And and here, I don't want to argue against Oral Hershiser, but the reason it's not him, he played for a lot of different teams, and his career... Oral Hershiser is not the greatest pitcher in Dodger history. He's one of them, mm-hmm. but he's not the best. Right, it's Clayton Kershaw. If you want to make a case for Koufax, I'll listen. Right, but it's those two guys. Fernando's impact is not just that he was a really good pitcher. He was, but he also brought all of the other things that we've talked about for so long. And and I'm curious, and I want people to get in on this eight seven 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 ten ESPN. There, I don't think Aaron Donald's on that list, at least not yet. I don't think that How about any, Shaq. Shaq is just popular. Full stop. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's specifically popular to L.A. the way that some of these other guys are, right? Because Shaq played in Orlando and he played in Miami and all these. Other, everybody loves Shaq for sure. But he did have he did ha- he checked off the 
You know, he played his most years here. He checked off the championships. He got three of them. The three finals MVPs. He checks off all that. Mm -hmm. I want to take one of these phone calls here because I knew this was going to come, and this is we were talking about this this morning. Let's go to Burbank and Jeffrey. Jeffrey, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing? All right. Good, yeah. I um, And Travis, you, you you talked about it. But, yeah, it's definitely Chick Hearn and Vince Scully. Uh, those are the only two guys that can that can uh, compete with Magic and Kobe and be in that class. I know they're not players or weren't players. I would also probably put Dr. Buss in there as well. Yeah, I, I think those are the next three people that you mentioned. But Which is why we didn't I, – I think that's why you didn't – Specifically athletes. Yeah. Because if – because it's no conversation. It's Vince Scully. Vince Scully might actually be ahead of Magic and Kobe, but because he just covered seventy years, mm. <laughs> I mean, literally seventy years of doing that job. That's why I think those guys are in a separate category. But the the point of all this, for me at least, Al, do we think of Kershaw like that? Is because even if he's not number three, he's number four or five, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think he's probably number three. But when you think of Kobe, it brings up a certain thing, right? When you think of Magic, it brings up a certain thing. With Clayton Kershaw, can, everybody loves him, but there's a yeah, but can I, 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 there's a I, little bit of that still I, in I, there. I don't think. I think I'm not as close to this that it might help. Okay, let me tell you how I think my perception of Kershaw in LA for a lot of Dodger fans and just fans in general, they love him. He's a legend, arguably the greatest pitcher to ever pitch for the Dodgers, all of that. But there is a but. And that but is, okay, um, he will be remembered as having situations in the postseason. You think of Clayton Kershaw and you're like, damn, I wish Kershaw had a little bit more success. Damn, I wish Kershaw had some of the success that a Kobe or a Magic did. Damn, I wish Kershaw, um, when you thought of him... I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it does come yes. up in your mind when yes. you think of Kershaw. Of course it does. And it's it's funny because if during... he had three World Series and was the MVP of one of those, he is one of those other guys. He is Magic and Kobe. I agree. The, but because there's one, mm-hmm. because it was in an unusual season, mm-hmm. and because of the... Because look, Magic lost in the finals four times. Mm-hmm. Kobe lost in the finals, what, three times? He lost, let's see, they lost the Pistons, they lost to the Celtics. I think he was five of seven. Okay, so... Five but, of seven. But again, it's not like these guys were Jordan and no. ran the table. No. They had losses. But they got there they and got they won. Apiece. Yeah, right. they got five apiece. They had five each. And I'm, I'm going to give you an example here, and this is just regular conversation. People hit us on Twitter, this, that. When the Dodgers were going into the postseason and the conversation was, hey, Kershaw's getting the ball in game two, there was a lot of, hey, I'm worried, hey, I'm concerned, I'm this. And it falls back to just what he's done over his career. And we even said it in that game. He didn't pitch. He gave up three runs. He was okay. okay, But he also didn't give up. He wasn't Wheeler with the Phillies when he faced, and I'm just using Wheeler as an example, he wasn't six innings, one earned run, any of that stuff. No. I think that stuff kind of does, it does creep up when it, you talk Kershaw. It, it does. It's part of the story with him. Now, the other part is, what does he mean for their rotation? Because while it doesn't look like you thought it was going to look, it's pretty pretty darn good still. We'll do that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Happy Veterans Day, everybody. Thanks to the men and women who have served and doing what you do for all of us. Um, Taylor, are you going to find your way into the Crypto.com arena tonight for your Kings? I'll be there, front and center. Where are you sitting? What section? Uh, I think like 101 or 110, something like that. Okay. All right. I'm 111. Relax. (laughs) It's coming right after me. (laughs) Give me a second. Going to come see you, Slee. Just do the pregame show. You guys should sit together and break it down. You should have him on as your postgame guest. Well, no. Usually what I do is I have... I'm sorry to say this, okay? But this is usually the strategy, right? I bring on a beat writer from the other team. Okay. I bring on somebody that can give me some info on the other team. Sure. Unless the other team's not that interesting, then I bring on somebody from the Lakers, okay. right? So this What would if the be... Lakers aren't interested? <laughs> Get them off the screen then because they're they're on every top headline. I, I, I understand that well interesting could be defined a couple of different ways. It could ways, be defined right? in many ways. Many ways. But let the Lakers are struggling, the yeah. Kings are well, they're the Kings. I feel, yeah. I feel like there's an opening for Taylor Smith. So there was what game was it? Last game they played the Clippers, right? So I bring on Ohm, Ohm Young Masak. Covers the Clippers and the NBA for ESPN. There's Michael and I got a lot of questions. I brought on a Cavs guy, right? Donovan Mitchell. They started eight and one. Sure. I had a lot of questions. I think for this one, if I if I had brought on with Michael, I'm like, hey, Michael, I'm bringing on somebody with the Sacramento Kings. You probably give me a look like uh, you're going to ask all the questions. Taylor's your guy. I, I bring him in. You guys can relive the glory days of Peja and Chris Webber and the rivalry with the Lakers in the early 2000s. I, who says no? So, Slee, I don't go to a lot of Lakers games. I try yeah. not to support them too much, you know. Sure, sure. But uh, what's the best food? What should I get tonight? I'll come down in the media room and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll eat together. Or I'll grab the PB grab and J. I'll grab they throw an Uncrustable in your Ice bag cream? for him. That actually, you're not kidding. And I remember you saying it's still funny to me. I thought about it one time after the show. You put it in your pocket. Yeah, breast pocket of my sport coat. Why not? What's wrong with that? Why Did is you ever that get funny? jelly in your uh, coat by accident? No, like if it's, it gets it's smushed, in the, it's in the cellophane yeah, bag. No, we we know it's in the yeah. bag. No, no, I know she, it's in the bag. She didn't know. She thought I had like a, a loose a PB and J sandwich. I don't know. You got a cardio side of like the peanut butter tots. jelly squeezing out the sides where I got a giant jelly stain. You got a cardio side of burrito in your back pocket, and it and it burst the bag and it burst. Well, listen, listen, listen. Even with having it packaged, I think it's hilarious that he put a PB and J in there. Better. If it was raw, that's just a whole different conversation. Better to, to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. That's how I look at it. You, look, I'm, I'll float you an Uncrustable. Just good, Al will be, meet you outside the door. You can give him one and oh, he's, no, I'll get he's you good to Uncrustable. go. Yeah, that's, get him one of those hot dogs, too. Those aren't the end of the world. Make sure you don't get yeah, one of those Yeah, they're not bad. Ones. They're okay. 
Have you ever inadvertently gotten the vegan no, one? No, I haven't. Oh, I made that mistake yeah, once. Yeah, to the left, right? Yeah, I forget yep. which side, but yeah, they're they're clearly marked. It was my mistake, and it was exactly what you would expect. Yeah, don't get the vegan one. I could hook you up too with some ice cream. If you want some ice cream, let me know. I'll get with the, a little orange soda or root beer on top of that. Stuff. Whatever you want on there. I got you along the way. Come see you. <laughs> yeah, it'd be late to should, my. I, I'm really gonna. It'd be late to my halftime report you because I'm have him do it. <laughs> 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 then, I mean, It'll be brief. It, uh, De'Aaron Fox had you know 18 points at the half, five assists. Now I'm churning. Lakers are going to kick their ass. <laughs> I like it. You guys should hang out tonight. I, I'm going to need a picture of the two of you to get. Uh, Taylor, I'm asking you to do it. I'm, I'm not going to depend on Al to get it done. But if the opportunity presents itself, okay. I would like that to happen. Or Carlo, to... or someone from socials. Someone somebody, somebody needs to make sure that that happens. And let's make sure that Emily is fully briefed on Uncrustables. I'm gonna, I, I have a freezer full of them at home. I'll bring you one. Okay. And you'll be, you'll be have you never had one? Uh, I think I did in like elementary school, okay. but it wasn't because my parents didn't buy it. So what brand is it? Else. It's Smuckers. Uh, that's what it is. It's Smuckers. What else you want? There's there's two types. There's the one with the grape jelly. There's the one with the strawberry jelly. Depends on which way. Bread's always very soft. It thaws really really well. No, there. That's that's a hot item there. Not like if you don't get one it. right out the gate, you're not going to get one. <laughs> Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Marina Del Rey and Trey. Trey, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, uh, first of all, thanks, guys, for taking my call. Uh, just wanted to say, I think definitely you got to uh, include Clayton on that list. Yep. Um, but I want to throw a name out there for you guys to uh, debate about Jerry West. He's on it for sure, right, Al? That Jerry West and you don't have to sell me on Jerry. He's a Laker, which puts you in the conversation. He was exclusively a Laker, yep. which puts you in the conversation. He worked for the Lakers for a long time. Had yep. success as a player. Had success. Arguably as an the greatest executive for, in the history for of the sure. NBA. For, you yep. know, he he's on it. I guess my question isn't is he on the list or not. He obviously is. Is, is he ahead or behind Clayton Kershaw? They they probably. Well, I, ahead. I think let, that, that's a good one. Let me tell you, I, I think a lot of this has to do. I don't know what's going to happen, Trav, in five years after Kershaw retires, 10 years after Kershaw retires. That's the true test. The true test is when you're a player that's in it right now, the Dodgers are so popular today, um, you know, he's the most popular Dodger. What makes it much more interesting is what is that player? Like Kobe, we didn't have to think about it. No. Kobe is like, Magic, you didn't have to think about it. I think but I, I think why. I'm, I'm curious how in 10 years... Are you talking about Clayton Kershaw? Fifteen years. The way question. you talk about Fernando, it's a, it, it, because that, Fernando's that, got this crazy popularity still today. So Biggie says, "How high is Fernando on that list?" You know, Fernando, the guy that stars in your Fernando Mania show. Yes, I'm fully aware of Fernando. Um, but what do Fernando and Magic and Kobe and, and and even Jerry West to a degree have that Kershaw really does not? And 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 it's pretty obvious when I when I tell you, yeah, of course. There's a cultural impact on how they affected the city beyond just their performance like when you fernando fernando mania don't need to explain yep. anything beyond that right magic johnson brought showtime to la it was an entire era mm -hmm. of laker and nba basketball right that it, it, it defined, one of the biggest moments of the nba and defined la perfectly right it's diane cannon it's jack nicholson it's the laker girls and they're winning they're killing everybody and magic is Basically a movie star playing basketball. Mm -hmm. It defined an era. Kobe, Mamba mentality. It defines an entire era of who that guy was, how he went about it. There was some conflict in there, and it, it defines something beyond just basketball. It defines an entire mentality. Kershaw was a great, is a great player. 
There, there isn't a defining thing about him the way that those other guys have defining moments. There's Showtime, there's Mama Mentality, there's Fernando Mania. What's the Kershaw equivalent that's, of that? That's a great that's that's a that's a great way to lay it out because I can't tell you that. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know. And and you as somebody that you tell me, does he have that I don't think so. Is there anything there that you could attach aside from hey, he's one of the best pitchers to ever play the game and one of the best pitchers for the Dodgers? Both of those wildly popular, incredibly well liked, mm-hmm. good with the media. That oh, he's he's pop, but there's not that cultural aspect. Even Hideo Nomo, who I'm not putting in this category. I know what you're saying. But there was a moment sure. where Nomomania was yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, hey, this is different. This guy's coming from Japan. He's got a funky windup and he's just wiping guys out. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? And it had a moment where Kershaw's just been the best pitcher in baseball for 20 years. And then it's weird to kind of put it like that to try to dis I don't want to say dismiss it, but simplify. As just, hey, this is a great athlete who's yeah. beloved, mm-hmm. but there isn't that cultural impact like those other. Teams. No, that's a good way to put it. And and there is, it's so clearly defined in the other stuff that I think it makes all the sense in the world. You ready for this one? When th- th- this goes, the Rams and Lakers similarities are really something else right now because they're they're in really similar spots. And like Matthew Stafford got dropped into concussion protocol in the middle of the week. Yep. Uh, Anthony Davis questionable with non-COVID illness tonight against the Kings. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. Just when it rains, it pours. Yeah, they had that jersey. They had Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker was out for a few games. Patrick Bev was something was going on, and again, non-COVID illness. Lakers can't can't catch a break. Have him go sneeze on um, De'Aaron Fox or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever whatever's going around the Lakers, they should walk around the Kings locker room and see if they can take one or two of their guys out along the way. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey, guys. Uh, Sean McVay is actually speaking right now. Um, and this is from Jordan Rodrigue. She says, Matthew Stafford is listed as questionable for Sunday's game per Sean McVay. So if there's any updates, we'll let you know as soon as we have them. I have no insight, but it, I just have a gut feeling that he's going to play. I, I, go? I, I just It feels like this is their last, last gasp at this, and let's give it a shot. All right, guys. So my first statement, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you guys a piece of sound. But my statement is, you guys know who this is. 
Home is in the studio, yeah. fresh off the set. I know. Yeah. New York hip hoppers, okay. yeah. latest threat. Listen to our music. Uh, Ladies legendary, and legendary yeah. rapper. We're ready to kick it. Here's 60 Cent. Okay, so I'm going to go to Travis first, then Alan next. One of the best you know hip hop rappers of all time. <laughs> Travis, I, I know. So you know who this is. I, I, I'm going to take a guess. I don't okay. know for sure, but I'm with context clues, and there was one part where it sounded a little bit like him. I know that a million years ago, Max had a rap. Was that Kellerman? It's not Kellerman. Okay. Good guess, though. Yeah. Al? Interesting. It's Eli Manning. That's Eli Manning? That's Eli Manning. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would, that, he put out a good little rap. Now. If you hear it again, once you know it's Eli it, it, Manning. Just start it again. Play it again. Home is in the studio. Oh, yeah. Fresh okay. off the yep, set. For sure. Yeah. New York hip it's not bad, by the way, Taylor. While doing this, too, he had a yellow hat on, a yellow uh, Yeah, he, like, he went full. <laughs> like the man in the big yellow hat from the Curious George books? Like uh, that? A little bit. I'll send you a picture. It looks a lot. Um, so I like thought it was a white like hip hop artist who's 45 years old <laughs> pretending like he's from New York. He's, okay. been, he's been doing a lot of stuff like this recently. Didn't he uh, dress up like an old man and go play for like some yeah, he Penn did. State? A, yeah, yeah, that's Penn right. State. That's right. Yeah. That, yeah. that gag's been done a lot. It was a little corny. Yeah. It was fun. I've seen that 10 times. <laughs> All right. So it was announced that Chris Rock will be the first comedian to perform live on Netflix. And Netflix put this out as if they're like they're inventing live TV, which I think is really funny. But you will watch this. Alan, factor cap. Um, cap, I don't think I will watch it live, but I think I will watch it. I don't need to watch it live. And I know what you're saying that, hey, they didn't invent live TV. That's still pretty cool on Netflix, that they're going to do what? it that way cool? just because they don't have anything. They, they've never done anything like that on there before, right? Nothing is ever live. It's I watch on demand. I watch when I want to. The first time that they're going to do it, and it's Chris Rock, I'm into that. I think that's great. But you just said you're not going to watch it live. That's my fact. Is I'm not going to watch it live, but I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it too because I think Chris Rock is awesome, but... They, like Emily said, they've had live TV since the 30s. I mean, I feel like this is not reinventing the It's the not wheel. reinventing, but when you're so used to them not doing that and they include that in there, it's, it's to, different. To me, this is when it, – it's funny. I forget I forget the the players in this, but somebody's like, oh, we're going to do a, a, a podcast every day at exactly the same time. It's like, oh, so you invented radio. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> congratulations for coming up with something that's been around forever. I love Chris Rock. I'll watch it, but I'm not going to set my watch to make sure I see it live. What do I care? What if they don't? What if they don't? Like the way they could do this is no, it's live, and then we're not going to put it on oh, there. Oh, that's different. Maybe do something like that. It will force more people to Th watch it that's live. That's like a sporting event, though, mm -hmm. right? You either see it or you miss it. Unless you, Spectrum replays it, it 49 different yeah, times. Yeah, but can you watch sports on tape? No, I never do. Me when people neither. say, hey, don't say anything, don't say anything, I'm like, guys, what do you mean don't say anything? I get bored. I know that the results, even even if I'm well, no, but they, they are, And they are trying, what somebody will say is, I didn't watch any of the game, yeah. don't tell me anything. I'm going to go back and watch it tonight. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do that it That was the plot of like a How I Met Your Mother episode where like they all try to, they couldn't watch the Super Bowl that day, and so they all try to avoid Super Bowl spoilers, the whole thing. That was like a whole thing. But um, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I don't like it's not the same experience of watching a comedy show by yourself in your own house. I feel like the thing about comedy shows or comedy specials is like you have to have someone else there because it's like then you'll laugh and you'll respond. I think when you're watching comedy, it's a very different experience watching it by yourself. Laugh with somebody. 100% yeah. agree. Taylor, what about you? A cap. I'm not going to watch this in real time. This is the kind of thing I'll probably see like in a year and a half, <laughs> but I'll watch it. 
on purpose, saying, like as a as a statement. It'll, <laughs> no, it'll pop up, you know, later later on. Okay, but the ones that I catch, you know, in real time are going to be Chappelle. Yeah, he's he's different. He's hosting SNL this week. The only thing that I have to catch live, sports, is, is it a game? That's mm-hmm. it. Everything else, I could catch it down the road. Yeah. So I'm gonna play a piece of silence. Piece, this is an ump uh, milking his a strike call. Uh, I don't know if it was this weekend, but it was recently. He essentially has hit a high note uh, when calling a strike. Get that one more time. One more okay, time. I'll hit it one more time. <laughs> Pretty good. Right. So if you were a ref or an ump, we've seen uh, like referees, you know, flex their muscles to point in a direction, things like that. You would milk it if you were a referee. Taylor, Fetter Cap. No, this is the absolute worst. This guy sounds like a distressed goat or something. If, <laughs> if, if you know a, a ref's name, then they're not doing a good job. Like Joey Crawford, we shouldn't, Angel Hernandez, we shouldn't know your name as a referee. Trev? So there was an umpire that for the longest time, I, I, he had the record for most games umpired at one point or another. His name Cap- was Dutch Rennert, okay? And for nine innings, for an entire season, including the playoffs, he would do something very similar to what Emily displayed. He would, like if you're the pitcher, out, I'm yep. staring at you, yep. and the pitch would come in, and if it was a strike, he would take a step back, yep. he would turn to the side and get in this full crouch and go, strike one, every time for the entire game, for the entire season. It was kind of, And he was a good umpire, which helped a lot, but it was kind of his signature, I remember him. You're, Taylor's right. If I know your name as an umpire, 99 times out of 100, it's because you're terrible at your job. But I remember that dude because he styled his ball and strike call. So, yeah, why the hell not? Give it a shot. I'm going cap. Hate If there's one thing I hate, too, I think we saw it in the playoffs. I hate the delayed strike call. It's just delayed enough to where I think, okay, hey, it's a ball. And then, bam, he's pulling out his right arm and saying it's strike. Bro, give it, give it to us. give it to us while it's happening. I don't need the one-two call, pitch comes, nothing, one, two, and then pop. I'm like, wait a minute here. I thought that was – I think now it's two and two. Not a fan of the delayed call. That was a lot of effort for a strike three. I don't even know how that could have been strike one for all I know. Mm-hmm. I'm a cap on this one. He's trying to get his opera career off the ground, and he was like, oh, but I'm a ref right now. i got to try it out <laughs> on these people. Go viral. All right, so I sent you guys this list this morning, um, and it's from – it's like, I apologize in advance, but non-Americans think these 18 American foods are absolutely disgusting. And so I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe we can use it in the show today. Americans think they're disgusting. <laughs> right, exactly. So um, the first one on the list was Jello salad. Ooh. So do you guys remember me talking about this Jello yeah, salad story? I family? do. Yeah, so, and it's like their signature dish. My mom gets really passionate about it, and I sometimes will eat it to uh, appease her. And uh, if you see this article, you see it in... All of its glory, with cream and everything. <laughs> so, um, about this list, it also includes Chicago-style pizza, uh, Skyline chili, Ugh. biscuits and gravy. Um, so, my statement is, there is something on this list that you think they are wrong about, that you will defend, that is not bad. Travis, Patrick Cap. So, I, I said this to you this morning. The, one, one of the things that's on that list that, when done correctly, is off the charts fantastic, but is very rarely done correctly, are biscuits and gravy. That when you get, when, when that's good, oh my gosh, it, it's impossible to beat. The problem is, 
99% of people's experience with those are at the hotel buffet at 8 o'clock in the morning on your way to catch a plane. And it's these terrible hockey puck biscuits, this bland, fatty gravy. But when you go, Emily, you said your dad does a good one? My dad makes great ones. Yeah. When that's done correctly, forget about it. Terrific. So it's not my preference here, but I'm not hating on Chicago-style pizza. I will eat Chicago-style pizza. Now, if you told me, hey, you want New York-style or you want Chicago, it's no conversation. But I don't know how I'm turning down sauce, cheese, and bread, and I know I don't need that many layers of it. I know I don't need it to be that thick. I'd prefer not using a fork and a knife, which you have to use in this case. But I'm also not turning down Chicago-style pizza. No, I'm not turning it down, but it would literally be my very last way to eat pizza. Like, if you had lined up all the pizzas, but think that of, would think, be my last choice. I, and, I'm, and I don't disagree with you, but I don't think I'm sitting... I, I'm not walking away saying, oh, I'm not going to eat this. Look, short... The Jello salad thing, I'm walking away not eating that. And yes. there are not too many things I you're, walk away from. You're not insane. No, they've had, It's a salad with marshmallows and whipped cream. The last day I'm here before uh, Thanksgiving, I'm going to make a sauce and Jello salad. I've never had the Go Cincinnati chili, but I would try it. I, I have had it. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike a ton of things. That was really, really, really? gross, <laughs> for lack of a better word. And that's on spaghetti. People don't like pancakes. I'll eat pancakes. pancakes yeah, this list is Taylor, whack. Yeah. Everything on this list is good. Uh, they're attacking my people in the Midwest. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You say Candy that. corn's fine. Get that out of there. It's a ranch. I don't care about. It's a lot of. It's a lot of Midwestern staples. Yeah, on candy, that list. candy corn. That's kind of gross. But these fruit salads, these Jello salads, we'd have one every Sunday. My mom would make one. Really? Yeah. Did you like it as a kid? Uh, it kind of it's kind of worn out by now. Like I can't really eat it anymore. But yeah, I liked it. I'd eat it up. What if I cubed this Jello on top? Threw some candy and whipped cream and and <laughs> just called it a salad. There's man. so many other good stuff. <laughs> I don't need that one. No, All right, guys. Um, so Patrick Pavley talked about on his podcast that he pays his barber three hundred dollars each haircut because he gets paid. It's costs two hundred fifty dollars. He gets a fifty dollar tip, but he pays this high premium because he has his barber on call. He'll come cut his hair whenever he wants, all that stuff, good stuff. So you would pay more to have a barber on call that would come to you. You're really Travis? asking Travis to yeah. sleep with this question? <laughs> okay, let's, let's pretend say we back had in hair. the days in which you had oh, yeah. hair. Okay, better. Mm-hmm. Travis, yes. Patrick Adams. Um, This may come as a big surprise to you, but my hair is not terribly... I can wait in line at, at Supercuts super and be okay with it. I yeah. would not pay a premium. There's a lot of things I would pay a premium for, Em. Like if you had a chef on call, absolutely. Let's do that all day long. But my hairline, and even when I was a younger man with hair, uh, not terribly important to me. Yeah, I, I'm. by the way, I didn't mind when there was that time, and it's not cool as a reminder that I don't have hair, <laughs> but when there was a time where I'd go to a barbershop and I'd go get a quick little cut, I didn't mind it, right? Like there was kind of a... I knew the person there. Yeah. Kind of, knew, it's it was kind of a kind of Are a you, fun you go, routine uh, every couple of weeks. When you did do that, did yeah. you go to the same person? Same person for years. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. I, I like that in relationship. Yeah, but would you pay? What was you paying for this? Let's say twenty five bucks. Uh, not even that, but okay. yeah. Would you pay sixty Hell for no. him to come to your Hell house? No. <laughs> yeah, right. play, when I used to get haircuts, there there'd be places, and God bless them. Hey, they do their thing. Be like, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I'm like, hey, I just want to, sides in the back, clean it up, all that. They're like, yeah, that's going to be 45 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going here. 
Yeah, I got. I have a clipper. I can do this. I have friends that'll clean me up in the back. I can do. I'm that. Like I get. I understand we're in downtown San Diego, but do you know what the price is in El Cajon? <laughs> I'm, I'm going back east. to El Cajon. I'm going home. <laughs> getting my hair cut. Supercuts. <laughs> save me a chair. We're gonna go knock it out. Um, Raheem Morris had an interesting comment about Sean McVay. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, Emily, did I hear you right that you're going to hit up uh, Disneyland for the first time in your life next week? Yeah, next week I'm going to Disneyland. Um, I Yeah, I've never been. I've never been to Disney World, nor land. Uh, so, it'll be interesting. Expectations uh, are what going in? So, I think that I have expectations that um, they're not... I'm not going to say they're low, but I'm not like a Disney adult. I, I enjoy Disney and I like watching movies, but I'm not like crazy so I'm, I'm going in thinking it's going to be a nice uh afternoon with my friends and that you know i'll get to see how pretty it is i think i'm excited to see a really nice amusement park but i'm not expecting to be blown away but you know if, they, if anyone has any advice for me anything i need to do that i'm all ears emily's making her first ever pilgrimage to disneyland okay weeks least never been never been to disney world any of the disney properties and so i'm curious because she's an adult yeah. She, she's not taking children. You're going right. with people your age. Yeah, roughly? my friends. Okay, yeah. so they're all going in and having never experienced. Like that could go either way. That could be one of those. Hey, what's the hype about? Or it could be. And this is awesome. I love this. What's place. your What's your gut? What do you think she's going to walk away with? She's going to be meh. She's not going to hate it, but it's 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 <laughs> it's not going to be one of those. Oh, I can't wait to go back and buying a season pass and getting mouse ears. So, <laughs> were you growing up? Were you big in? All the Disney movies, like all that stuff. Like, is there a lot of nostalgia there? I enjoyed watching a a Disney movie, and I think I get nostalgic, but I do not now, like, frequently use my Disney Plus account. I will watch it for certain things, but I don't go back to it all the time. Look, if she's not watching it, then that's an indictment. Well, I (laughs) think she watches everything. I I think if, I mean, listen, she's going to do trivia, drinking beers. It's going to be such a different experience that she's going to have. So she's got to kind of mentally accept. Hey, this is going to be an absolute zoo with children. However, let me kind of look at it from a perspective from when I was a kid. Because if she's coming in there, you got to have kind of that right mentality walking in there. And it's a weekday, and I'm going after the show. So it's not like I'm going in the morning, and it's with my couple friends, and they are the same level as me. They like it. And uh, but they've been before. When you said it's a weekday and you're going after the show, that wasn't you kind of presupposing that it's not going to be crowded, right? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, no, I know it's always going to be crowded. I think it just might be a different crowd. Oh, it'll be different. It won't be 4th of July. It it won't be. Yeah, it won't be spring break or Christmas or whatever, but it's going to be crowded. I understand that. You're lukewarm on it, right, Slee? I I want her to enjoy it. Like, I want her. Oh, me? No, I'm I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm (laughs) good. Did I overstate it? When I said lukewarm, did I give it more credit than you actually feel? I think it's because I've been a lot of times already and took the nieces and the family, been working at Disney for a long time. So that's, 
You're not a you make a lot musical of, guy. You either. make a lot of trips there. Yeah. You know? No, no. I see. I have incredibly fond memories of going as a kid with yeah, my I mean, folks. I'm a Six Flags annual member you're now, sure. so that's, you're, you're, that's you're different. You're with the now. competition. Yeah. I loved taking my kids. My kids still like going, and I don't. I still like it because it brings back all the warm fuzzies from when you were a kid. But I'm curious if there are none of those connections. How it goes for you? No, I think that I'll, I I will have warm fuzzies. I think that I'll be fun. Uh, I think that I'm. But I'm, I'm also like I don't like love mascots. And I don't like people in costume that much so i'm gonna be like a little she's gonna hate it freaked out <laughs> when like mickey or Minnie try it, to make eye contact with me they're, they're not all over the place it's what it's gonna they be run is, at you too they when, like if you don't hug them they'll <laughs> chase you down when she goes through pirates of caribbean she'd be like really this mm-hmm. is what people have been talking about for 50 years <laughs> okay i do like amusement parks though i do like a roller coaster i do like all those things i'm, I'm excited about the incredible coaster that'll be fun um yeah, space bound if, but but it's not. It, it, there are great rides. I like them too. But it's that's not the attraction of that place. The attraction yeah. is not the attractions. Yeah. The it's attraction, walking around and it's yeah. It's walking around. It's oh, it's Goofy. It's Minnie. It's mm-hmm. Donald Duck. It's uh, all of those things. It's not okay. We got to go here, here, and here. Incredible coaster is fun though. You'll have good. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna and read the food's off, good too. Read off quick to, uh, tweet for you, Bob Nightingale. I don't know if you saw this. Just came up probably in the last 15 minutes or so. Dodgers veteran reliever Blake Trinan underwent right shoulder labrum and rotator cuff repair surgery, sidelining him until at least 2024. Yeah. I, I Yeah. I mean, they, sure. This, this is – that doesn't move – yeah. This is a guy that is at a point in his career where he's probably going to start to decline. They tried to make it happen. They tried to get it fixed. It didn't. Now he's got to get a reconstruction. Now he's got to go get shoulder. Yeah. It's crazy that he appeared in the playoffs, too. Yeah, that, in retrospect, was a huge mistake. Yeah. To, to try to, to, to keep a roster spot for him, to try to pitch him in that game. Like, there was nothing about that that was a good. He pitched five innings. I know. Yeah. This is, I'm sorry. I, like, I'm disappointed that he's in, in a bad spot. But I don't think that that is a big deal, right? I, I, do, does it seem like a big deal? It, that, that's one of those, yeah. I thought whatever. if they used him in – well, I mean, listen, Trinan was a was a big piece. Not this year. Not this year, but Blake <laughs> Trinan was – I mean, how many yeah. times during this season did you bring up – we bring up – well, I think, well, if Trinan can this, and, and maybe Trinan come back, comes back towards the end of it, and the fact that he actually got the ball in the playoffs, I wasn't expecting a – Hey, he's going to be out all of next year yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, I was mm-hmm. because when the, what he pitched five innings, they said it was a miracle that he came back at all. I know. And then he throws in the play. Now that this is one of those, the train was coming down the tracks. You could see it coming from a mile. I'm, I'm bummed because he could be a useful guy, but their rotation coming into this year. I know he's out of the pen. Kershaw, Urias, May, Gonsolin, those four guys. I'll take that. There, there's not a, a better four somewhere else in baseball, yeah, it, and they'll figure out number five. I was going to say, in, in the Dustin May part, now he'll actually have time to. There's no pressure on him. Hey, you got to come back. You got to contribute right away. Gets a full off season. That's the one I'm most curious about. Just kind of seeing where Dustin May is. Gonsolin obviously had a great regular season. Mm-hmm. He was coming off an injury as well. So. Coming off an injury, though, still. So you got May off an injury. You yeah. got Gonsolin off an injury. Yeah. You got Kershaw going into Older. year 16 or 17, whatever mm-hmm. it is. That Urias is your guy that you just sure. kind of feel like you got money in the bank. Bueller won't be there. They'll find. See what he, happens to Tyler Anderson or if they address. They'll either keep him or, or find or somebody. find something very, very similar to it. Let's go to Long Beach and Rodrigo. Rodrigo, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? I just have a two. Um, Two, two advices for Emily. Yeah. 
And then one of them is for her to maybe get like a collectibles popcorn, uh, like a holder of some sort. Do you love popcorn? And then the second, yeah, for the popcorn because they offer some like really nice ones, especially right now during the holidays. I'm not sure what theme they have right now, but I mean it's, it's worth getting. You know, I've, I've gotten a few in the past already. Um, and then my second advice would be is to take an old blanket, sit it on the on the main uh, street. So you can uh, like tag a space. So when you know when you want to see the uh, uh, the parade, you have your you know you have your you know your spot set already. Alrighty, that's good it. Idea. Thanks, Thanks Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Uh, okay, I also thought about something. Too. These are these are good pieces of advice. I do love popcorn. I thought of one thing I am excited about. I really want to see Cars Land. I love the movie Cars, and I really okay. want to see the Cars Land. I'm gonna dork out. I'm excited to hear you say that. Can I just offer a small bit of advice? Sure. Wait to go until it gets dark. All right, perfect. Wait, wait to go until it gets... It is, It'll be like an hour into it, me being there. It, it, well, perfect, <laughs> then, because in the daylight, it's one of those, okay, this is cool. At night, it's really kind of... There's tons of neon and all the things like that. Go at night, you'll <laughs> have a... I love cars. Yeah, you'll have a good time with that. She what, sounds like she's getting a little excited now. Commemorative bucket of popcorn and a blanket to stake there out you your... Go. Are you a parade person, Emily? <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay, then then leave the blanket at home. Yeah, I'll leave the blanket at home, but the popcorn's great. Popcorn buckets. <laughs> the, but no, I can't wait to see Lightning McQueen. Get go the to... regular one. Get the holiday one. See if they'll you know kick it forward to Thanksgiving. I, I don't know. I Meteor didn't. I didn't know there was one of those things. One more quick one. Culver City and Eric. Eric, you're all with Travis Slee. Yeah. Hi. Um, good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, I have a I have a, some good recommendation spots. Um, the Lamplight Lounge has the secret menu for drinks. Go on. Okay. <laughs> she's already yeah, yeah. She's sold. What what yeah. is on the secret then, menu? Um, there's some like pretty cool like name drinks. Like there's a zombie, and it's like um, uh, I don't know the entire details, but uh, you can Google the the name of the, like the, the the secret menu, so that way you know what you're ordering. Look, Here, it's like here's it's the like secret menu. Out. There's alcohol. <laughs> there's alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need. And then I, I usually like end my night like after Disney closes at midnight. Um, you can go to Trader Sam's at the Disneyland Hotel. It's a tiki lounge. Emily, oh, tiki bar, <laughs> yeah. tiki lounge. Call him my evil name. Yeah, say no more, Eric. That's that's great <laughs> advice. Thank you. So there you go. Commemorative bucket of popcorn, tiki lounge with uh, Trader Sam's. I think she said Trader Sam's. Trader yeah. Sam's. There you go. Slee. If you knew there was a tiki lounge, you're going to go get your ears. You're going to start talking like Donald Duck, and you're going to be say, "Get your nieces, drag them along, take them to Trader Sam's there for three days, one a.m. staying at the hotel." I'm not anticipating staying at a hotel overnight because I will have to come to work the next day. I think but you should do it. It'll be great. I think you should move down there. I'll See do, if there's the- residency <laughs> options at, at Trader Sam's. I'll do. A, I'll, I'll work remote. Do a remote. Yeah, do a remote from there. Why not? All right, Ray Morris on Sean McVay says that he's been a little spoiled. What does that mean? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.